Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Let's go to the hotline and talk to Austin Meek. Formerly uh, a Kansas guy, worked here in Topeka, now with The Athletic covering the University of Michigan basketball and football. Austin, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? We are doing well also, so I think I know the answer to this question, but because you know Jim Harbaugh had flirted with the NFL for the past several seasons, uh, was there any part of you that was surprised that he uh, finally, finally left Michigan and, and tried the NFL again? No, not really, although it was one of those things that had been rumored for so long that I think there was just some initial, like, shock for me that, wow, this thing is actually happening now. I mean, it had literally been, like, three years of this, of of thinking that Jim Harbaugh could leave at any time, and he'd always come back to Michigan, and, uh, you know, I I think there was definitely a sense that this could be the time. He seemed really serious about it, and the, the Chargers seemed really serious about him, and it certainly had been going this direction for, for quite some time, but still just that initial moment when it happened, it was kind of like, wow, this, this is actually real. This is actually happening. Is it one of those things as well, you know, with everything going on in the program and people looking into this and that, and, is it, 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 and then he wins the championship. Is it just like, okay, you know what, is it time to go? Um, is, do you think that played into it? And then on the other side, what is exactly going on with everything in the football program? <laughs> well, I, w- I wish I knew the answer to uh, everything that's going on because there's a lot. Um, but I guess to the first part of the question, it did feel like the timing really lined up here, e- even more so than in years past. You know, last year Jim Harbaugh had conversations with the Denver Broncos, but he also had a really loaded team coming back that that he knew could win a national championship. And I think that played a part in him coming back to Michigan for this season. Now, Michigan is going to undergo a pretty pretty drastic transformation with the roster. They lost a bunch of starters and, and key players from this championship team. And as you mentioned, there's two NCAA investigations hanging out there that, that are likely to result in penalties. One of them was for recruiting violations during the COVID-19 dead period, and one of them was for the sign-stealing scandal. And Michigan is going to be dealing with that for a while. The fallout from that certainly is, is still to come. Uh, so for all of those reasons, I think it, it made a lot of sense for Jim Harbaugh to make this move right now. Austin Meek, our guest uh, from the Athletic Covers, uh, Michigan Sports, University of Michigan Sports. So before I ask about the, the Kansan, who seems to be the front runner for this job, I'll ask you about the two coaches here in Kansas that uh, get mentioned 
when just about any job comes open. That's Lance Leipold of Kansas and, and Chris Kleiman of, of Kansas State. So are those guys just getting mentioned? Do you think there's interest from either side? Or, or like I said, are they just uh, coming up because they always come up? Yeah, I think, honestly, maybe more of the latter. I, I was told that Michigan would at least look at what's out there uh, was not going to just like rubber stamp Sharon Moore as the head coach. But that's been the expectation really all along is that if Jim Harbaugh left, they would promote from within and make Sharon Moore the head coach. I mean, I, I think either Lance Leipold or Chris Kleiman could, could do a good job at Michigan. Um, you know, if I was an athletic director, I'd at least like kick the tires on, on both of those guys. But I think the priority for Michigan is just continuity and try to keep as much of this together as they can, knowing that Jim Harbaugh got this program to a really high level. Sharon Moore is, is really his hand-picked successor. It's what the team wants. Uh, it's what the fans want. Um, to me, it's, it's a pretty easy decision to just go ahead and make Sharon Moore the head coach. Yeah, so tell us about Sharon. Obviously a, a derby guy played here, uh, close to here in Wichita. Uh, the hand-picked guy, uh, we have got to see him a couple times while Harbaugh was suspended. What's he like as a coach, and, and what's he like just as a, as a person? Yeah, you know, if you talk to him, he's really low-key, uh, more so than Jim Harbaugh, I would say. Um, pretty pretty quiet guy in a, you know, in a public setting. Um, keeps his kind of – keeps his cards close to the vest, doesn't, doesn't give you a lot. Uh, but he also really does have a, an emotional side that we all saw um, on TV after that Penn State game. Had to uh, bleep a few of the words out for the TV audience. But, I mean, that was real emotion from him. You saw the tears on his face. And I think that's part of why the players really love him is he's not afraid to show that side of his personality. Uh, but under pressure, he, he's pretty cool. I mean, that Ohio State game when he had to step in and be the head coach, with Michigan's whole season on the line, made some really, really gutsy calls in that game. And I thought that kind of cemented it, that he would probably be the guy if Jim Harbaugh left. Maybe if Michigan had lost that game, it would be a, a different conversation. But he's had four games now as a head coach, and he's 4-0. and And I think that's a big part of why people have confidence that he can do the job. And obviously you'd mentioned uh... – you know, you're losing a lot of players this year. How do you feel he would be in recruiting? How does everybody else feel in that regard? Because we know that how important that is right now, especially with the transfer portal and NIL and everything else that's going on. Yeah, he's been considered, I think, one of the, the better recruiters on Michigan's staff. Um, you know, in some ways, um, I think there would be a at least a hope that Michigan's recruiting might even go up a level. I mean, Jim Harbaugh... Uh, Jim Harbaugh is really good at identifying players who fit his program. Um, and we saw that with his championship team. You know, they didn't have a ton of five-star players on this roster. It, it wasn't a team that was built like Georgia or, or Alabama or some of the previous champions. Uh, but they, they really built a team from top to bottom uh, that didn't have any weaknesses. And so I, I think the hope would be that Sharon Moore could take a similar approach, but maybe even get Michigan in the door with a few more of those elite level prospects coming off a national championship. Um, but I don't know. It, it, it does kind of remain to be seen. NIL has been an ongoing thing at Michigan as it is everywhere. And I think every school would like their NIL to be better. <laughs> you know, that's Michigan fans feel that way. Um, but at least I think there's a, a thought that Sharon Moore could, could sustain what Jim Harbaugh was doing in recruiting, if not even take it up a notch. Talking uh, Michigan Wolverine sports uh, football, mostly with uh 
Austin Meek of The Athletic. So I'll just kind of play devil's advocate here. Why is now the time for Michigan to hire from within? They haven't done it since uh, Lloyd Carr, I think, and he was on the staff for about 15 years before he got the gig. Sharon's been there about seven or eight, I think. Um, not that that necessarily matters, but coming off a national championship, maybe feeling like you can handpick a, your coach. Why, why is Sharon the guy? Yeah, I just don't know who's out there that really moves the needle for Michigan. You know, if there was a name out there um, that you look at and say, that's a guy that, you know, Michigan you would roll out the red carpet for. And may, maybe you'd think about that. But, you know, Brian Kelly's name has come up. But I don't know that people at Michigan would be, you know, fans I'm talking about, would really be that excited by hiring Brian Kelly. Um, I think – you know, you brought up the two coaches at KU and K-State, and like I said, I think either of them could do a good job here, but they're not necessarily the the names that, you know, every every fan has been pining for, right? right. So it's just the, the timing, I think, and and the circumstances with Sharon Moore, you know, having the opportunity to have been the head coach here already for four games, I think that's what, in my mind, makes it look like the, the likely direction for Michigan. Yeah, so I want to ask you a couple of basketball questions just because I was a, a huge Fab Five guy uh, back in the day. Uh, they just uh, got back together for the first time in, in a long time to attend a Michigan game. What happened with uh, Jalen Rose and Chris Weber? Why did that relationship uh, get repaired, and how did that happen as far as you know? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know all the ins and outs of how that happened, of how those guys ended up being back in the building together for the first time a couple of weeks ago, uh, it had been something that had been in the works. You know, there'd been, there'd been talk about it, that those guys were going to all come to a game together. And I think they'd all been, you know, individually or a couple of them had been together, but this was the first time that, um, that all five of them were in the building at the same time for a game. Uh, you know, frankly, I think part of it is Juwan Howard's had kind of a rough go of it lately. Um, and it was sort of like a symbolic show of support, I think from, from his teammates uh, to show up for him and, and Michigan won the game that day, but they've really been, really been struggling. I mean, it's, you know, in some ways it's fortunate for Juwan Howard that Michigan's football team won the national championship and Jim Harbaugh left. People have been kind of distracted uh, and have not been paying as much attention to basketball, but it's, it's been, uh, it's been kind of a rough scene, but certainly for, uh, for people of our, our generation who remember the Fab Five, it was cool to see those guys back in the same building. Yeah, no doubt. How thin is the ice for Juwan right now? Because, again, I, as a Fab Five guy, he, I mean, when they came and played in Wichita uh, during that third season, so no Chris Weber. Uh, just love that, love Juwan. It's, it's not going well for him, like you said. Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, you know, Ward Manuel, the athletic director at, at Michigan, for better or for worse, he tends to err on the side of being patient, which he did with Jim Harbaugh. I mean, that was a big part of the story with Jim Harbaugh is a lot of Michigan fans wanted Jim Harbaugh fired uh, four years ago, and Ward Manuel brought him back on a reduced contract, and he ended up turning it around. Um, and so there's been thought that maybe Ward Manuel would do the same with Juwan Howard, is give him that one last chance to, to reboot the program and um, one last season. But, you know, it, it, it's a different deal because Jim Arbaugh had a long track record of winning as a head coach, and it was Juwan Howard's first head coaching job, and it, every year it's felt like they've taken a step back. So I don't know what's going to happen 
Um, I, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion either way, but definitely um, not not a lot of signs of life right now from that floater. Talking with Austin Meek uh, with the, the Athletic, formerly of the Topeka Capital Journal. So who do you miss most from Topeka, and why is it Kevin Haskin? <laughs> well, you know, it's a close – I think it's a close close competition between Kevin Haskin and Bob Lutz. I mean, <laughs> you know, can I say both? I, Absolutely. I don't want don't to hurt anybody's feelings. So. <laughs> well, I don't even know if Bob's uh, listening, so hurt as many feelings as you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, frankly, I do. I, I miss everybody back there. Um, I have really, uh, really great memories of, of my time in Topeka and my time at K-State. And uh, my family still is back there, so I still get back occasionally. Uh, so, yeah, it's always uh, always great to check in with the Kansans because I miss you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we appreciate uh, the work you've done with The Athletic and, and every stop in between since you left Topeka. Uh, great stuff, Austin. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.